Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had men and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. 
Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Welcome to the Secret Teachings radio broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for tuning in this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. Listeners from the United States, Canada and South America, all the way to Australia, Japan and all over Europe. Welcome to the Secret Teachings If you'd like to contact the show tonight, email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. That's my personal email, rdgable at yahoo.com. And check out our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. If you'd like to catch up on some of the previous episodes you may have missed or you'd like to listen to them again, obviously the airtime of the show in some parts of the world requires you to be a night owl. Or you can simply subscribe to the archive on the website, get access to all the shows, and access to our montage archive, along with copies that are digital of each of my books. You can subscribe for one week, one month, or a full year. And when you subscribe for one year, it's really the best deal because not only do you get all of that, but you also get a physical copy of one of my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, or The Technological Elixir. All the information that we discuss on this show, at least the basis for it, used to to be something that I had to kind of write down and put into uh, physical paper files. Now I've been able to uh, learn how to publish books, and I have them in those books. Again, www.thesecretteachings.info. We are going now on, I think it's about 11 years since I first, maybe even 12 years, I guess, depending on when I I consider the introduction uh, that I had to radio. But about 11 to 12 years on radio, I actually began radio as a uh, part of a documentary I was working on in film school in October of 2009. And I got into it in 2010. I became professional around 2014 to 2015. So it's been uh, five, six years professional radio. Uh, When I first started radio at WPRK Rollins College, I used to have to go through this huge physical CD library, and I would pick out music that, since I had to play them based on the rules of the station, I had to play a few songs per hour. I tried to find things that were relevant to the show topic. I mean, we would talk about ancient history. We'd have professors from the university call in and tell us we were wrong because they have PhDs and we don't. I mean, it was, it was a really fun experience. We interviewed uh, authors, and we interviewed a lot of uh, musicians and artists. We used to have them in studio. And I'd have to find music that was relevant to the show, and I really couldn't find much. You know, once in a while I'd play like R.E.M., uh, if you believe they put a man on the moon, if we were doing like a, a history show, a NASA show. Uh, I played a lot of Jedi mind tricks because we had one album there in the studio uh, I found some uh, some other music that was kind of kind of relevant to the show, um, and I don't know. Maybe it's my perspective, but it, at that time in 2010, 2011, it was a little bit harder to find music that was more balanced or more. I guess if you're talking politically, more moderate or at least uh, moderate in the sense that it takes us away from where a lot of music politically tends to lean. 
And in the last uh, 10 years, especially in the last five to six years, we've seen, at least I have seen, totally subjective probably, but I've seen uh, a lot of uh, musicians, uh, whether they're uh, rock bands, uh, independent bands. Uh, there's a band that listens to the show called Bong, uh, and they, uh, they sent us their CD a couple of uh, months ago. We played them on air. Uh, we've had hip-hop artists on the show before who have uh, talked about their music and how they got into writing and performing the type of stuff that they do that was more outside of the mainstream, but they have these huge followings because it's like people want to hear something different. They don't want to hear the standard mainstream, mainline uh, music industry crap that gets pumped out and shoved down our throats, shoved into our ears with top 40 playlists, and this is what is the, you know, this is the music that we need to be listening to. Obviously, you can you can get into the details of things like uh, predictive programming and suggestibility and things like that through audio and visuals, which we do on the show. Uh, tonight, I wanted to do something uh, that kind of takes us back to our roots, going back to when I first went into a radio station in October, and then just talk a little bit about music, but also welcome a guest on the show to talk about music, a guest who is himself a musician, a hip-hop artist, and a conservative TikTok star. His name is Topher. He was born and raised in Mississippi, one of the only states that I've uh, not spent a lot of time in. He started writing and performing music as early as 10 years old, so Topher has been doing this for uh, quite a long time, but he ventured into politics in 2019, and according to his biography, he discovered his passion for empowerment and fostering positive growth in society. And I found his music by going through YouTube and picking out uh, sound clips, sound bites for a montage I was making. I came across Topher, and I thought, this guy's music is really, really good. Why have I not heard of him before? And so I decided to contact him, got a hold of him. We set up the show, and uh, here we are. Topher, welcome to The Secret Teachings. Thank you for taking the time to join us with your busy schedule. Thank you, Ryan. That was awesome, man. Uh, that the, the intro is the best I ever had, man, but uh, it's it's a blessing to be here, so... Let's let's get into it. Yeah, let's do it. How how did you start writing? I mean, obviously in 2019 you discovered your passion for this, but what was it that really triggered you to start writing the type of politically themed music that you do write? Just watching how society was just going downhill and music being the the heartbeat to which <laughs> pumped the craziness that we see in culture today. You know, I've always enjoyed music, as you can tell from my bio. Uh, ever since I was a little kid, I've been involved in choir. My dad is a, a pretty well-known original blues singer and guitarist here in Mississippi. So I've always been surrounded by it. And I just figured, you know, if I'm going to say something, then say something, if you know what I mean. So I said, hey, there's some issues that I see nationally and locally that uh, – if I can put it in a creative art form and put a really good beat to it, that could resonate with the younger audience and get to and get their wheels spinning so they can start thinking about the repercussions of their decisions that a lot of people avoid um, correcting them on or informing them about. So I've seen much success from it. I continue. I plan on continuing to do it, but I do have songs that are just for fun not always politically uh, oriented, but it's almost a blurred line today. Cause yes, it you know is. What I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's, it's not really back in the day. You could be like, okay, that's political. And then and, and this is just society or this is just what we do on a regular day basis. But now 
politics is creeping more and more into our daily lives and routines. So, I, I mean, it's almost unavoidable. So even if I didn't want to talk about politics, I almost have to. That's a good point. I think a lot of uh, musicians, uh, hip-hop artists in particular, because I, I followed hip-hop a very, very long time. I grew up with it. And it's almost like, yeah, you're forced to because of the cultural shift. I don't know. I'm only 30 years old, Topher, so I don't know if it's just my my perspective. I'm not as old as some people who have been around a lot longer and experienced political shifts. But just politics is infused into everything from video games and magazines to just standard TV shows for children. Everything is politics. Everything is hyper-polarized. I don't know if that's a new thing, forcing people to partake in this system, or it's just always been that way. But I, I, I don't know. You're right. It definitely is forcing uh, artists and even show, radio shows like this. I did a show this uh, Monday called Covidio Killed the Radio Star because it's like every show people want to hear about COVID-19 and we can't mm. talk about a lot of the things that we used to. People don't want to pay attention anymore, it seems. No, uh, I guess you could kind of blame it on social media to a certain extent because mm-hmm. used to you would tune into the news station to get, you know, to get the update on the weather, see what's going on this week in the community, then get your, you get your news. But since we got our phones, we can kind of get all those updates via phone. And now you got a lot of influencers that tend to be a little bit more charismatic than our typical news anchor that talks with the same tone, <laughs> tonation uh, that, that we hear. So it's, it's more about entertainment, which is good and bad, right? Because entertainment means that you can draw in people and lead them the wrong way yep. um, just because it's entertaining, but also good because you can get those who were on the fence and involved that weren't involved before. So I always tell people that there's a balance, and I feel like that's where I come in and others like me. We're trying to swing the pendulum back toward the center you know, at least to where people have a little bit more balanced to worldview versus just a, a extreme, extreme left view. That's control because everything is controlled by um, people on the left right now, whether it's entertainment, whether it's education. I mean, even, even right now, they're trying to get rid of conservative Christian values, you know, because they want to get rid of, rid of that Christianity aspect. So it's just really tough out here. And anybody that has an objective view can see what's going on. But I always tell people it's, it's much easier to be a sheep because you get fed every day. You don't have to worry about being counseled. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just really nice, you know, to be a sheep. And it's really ugly out here to be somebody that's um, leaving the herd. Well, right. It's like it's hard to take responsibility because then you have to face the consequences of your actions. If you take responsibility, you can build something really great, a life, a partnership, whatever. But people would rather, I think, generally speaking, rely on a father figure, an authority figure. A lot of people, it's not I'm not intending to make a generalized statement for lack of better words to describe it, but. There's a huge portion of the population that have been brainwashed and dumbed down through entertainment and other means and other things. Um, and it's just, uh, unfortunately, a byproduct of culture, uh, education, or the lack thereof, etc., that have led people to be those sheep, that have led people to, to feel as if it's not a good thing to take responsibility, to have a family, to build something, to have a business, to, 
It's just about taking whatever you can get as a, as a supplemental income. You can get your, you know, your COVID-19 stimulus check, your universal basic income, sit on the couch, watch Netflix. Society should pay for you to do nothing. And that obviously doesn't build a better society that builds a nation of people who are compliant in order to obtain the very basic necessities that they need for their life, which of course means that they have no freedom to think or to act. Right. Absolutely. Uh, Let's do this. We've got a few minutes here before the first break. Uh, I want to ask you one question and then we'll shift into playing the first song that you wanted to play tonight. When, When you say, because you have in your bio, you are a conservative TikTok star, that word conservative in relation to you saying that, you know, everything in media tends to be controlled by the left. And I, I agree with you. Absolutely. It tends to be controlled by by the left. Even right leaning uh, organizations tend to lean left in a lot of ways. Uh, maybe you can, uh, in your point of view, from your point of view, why, why do you think that is? And from a conservative point of view, is that like a traditional conservative point of view or kind of like me? I'm not really one or the other, but because things are so extreme to the left, even being moderate today is considered conservative. Can you speak to that? So I consider myself a conservative libertarian. Okay. So not just, just not just a straight up conservative because I am, I do have some liberal views. Um, so that's, that's why, where I come in on that. But, uh, I don't know, you know, only thing I can think of is we just kept, you know what I'm saying? Give them an inch. They take a yard. You know, we just kept giving them ground and say, Hey, oh, it's cool. Um, they can, they can, uh, they can, uh, I, I want to put it. Um, they, they introduced thoughts and books and when they left people out, cause when, I remember when I was growing up, I never had anyone that was conservative introduced to me, like the most conservative person, but they never taught on the conservative aspect of him was Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. Right. When it, when it came to black leaders, um, you know, so even when they talk about Malcolm X today, they ignore his conservative core and only talk about his, uh, you know, radical views. Yeah, and you, you, you also in that one song that you did about uh, King James, you mentioned a number of other uh, famous to semi-famous black leaders who were also very conservative in their views, who who have been essentially written out of the history books. Yes. So Thomas Sowell, Shelby Steele, Carol M. Swain, just extreme, uh, extremely smart individuals. Uh, you know, Thomas Sowell is an economist uh, renowned. You know, said <laughs> this guy has been talking about uh, the, the the war on poverty and the issues from those policies for, for decades. And like I said, I didn't hear about him until about 2019, you know, I'm, I'm 28 at the time. So I'm 30 now. So I'm just like, yo, what the, like, no, no one thought to bring this guy up. Like he's a living, <laughs> living legend. He's written over 20 books, you know, 20, 20 dozens of books. And I was just like, yo, uh, and then you start thinking, it's like, there has to be a reason why these people are omitted from history and why they only talk about a certain few. So I'm not saying that the only one's been omitted, but I do believe that the ones they do omit and how they talk about the ones they do permit um, tells a lot about how they want us to think. Yes, you know, sir. They don't, yes, sir. They don't, they don't want us to really think that we control more than we, we, we believe we do. And that's, that's when I learned that, that's when I truly became empowered. And that's why I end up, you know, being a little bit more Republican and, and, and leaning right was because of those aspects of those values of individuality, of accountability, 
responsibility, hard work. Because um, I always tell people like this. Equality to me is only when we we're talking about before the law. Like, if you're preventing me from doing something simply because I'm black or simply because I'm handicapped or simply this, then that's not equality. You know, I so said like equality is the, give me the opportunity. Right. Don't prevent me. It's not um, it's it's not uh, an equality of outcome. It's an equality right, of opportunity. Right. Yeah, it's, that's impossible. Like I said, it's another fleeting ghost we're, we're chasing. And and I hate that because we we're, we're giving that so much energy and wasting so many resources. And people are using this as their as their camp as as their as the reason for the campaign. And this issue will always be perpetual. So people always vote for this person. It, it makes no sense because it will never be solved because we all got different issues and, and hurt, hurdles to overcome. Not every black person um, is, is, is grows up in a single parent household. Not every black person grows up in poverty. So you can't just lump us all in the same category um, and expect us to be be oppressed the same and think the same and. And, and, you know, and behave the same. So we, we have to deal with each issue with each issue um, individually and, and allow people to and, and just empower the person. Right. I feel like so many times the leftists, they empower the government <laughs> instead of empower the individual. I was like, bro, just empower the individual. And then what you want from society will come from society. But as long as you empower the government, you, you, you they're not going to be able to legislate the heart no matter what they do up in you know dc they're not going to be able to legislate the heart and that is why we have the flawed um the, the system we have right now yeah let's talk a little bit more about that when we come back from break i think that is very critical topher toffertown.com t-o-p-h-e-r town.com is the website topher is our guest this evening i'm ryan gable this is the secret teachings there's a lot more after this and we'll play some music don't go anywhere Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit the website, thesecretteachings.info, and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of Ryan's books. The show offers weekly and monthly subscriptions, or for $50 a year, get access to the archive, montages, and digital books at a discounted price. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the donate button at the top of the page. Your subscription supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and you. Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK, digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to 
The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and I want to share something astounding with you. It's no mistake that Delta equals four numerically, and that with its three sides equals seven, the number of revelations that heralds the apocalypse to build a new kingdom on the ashes of the old. The new kingdom is not firstly God's, though but a false prophet who will be crowned, the Corona. His kingdom is seven years long, but it's cut in half. Delta means change and authority and conveys a deep meaning in holding the eye of God and his infallible name Yahweh, the Tetragrammaton. It's no mistake CG images of SARS-CoV-2 have little triangles or that Delta waves place people into a diseased, unstable state of mind. It's no mistake the biggest global conspiracy is one of depopulation, that its logo is supposedly a triangle, and that Delta extracted from the Norse Volknut means fertility. These are the patterns that we see and the observations that we make on The Secret Teachings Radio, five nights a week broadcasting on The Fringe FM. For more information, check out thesecretteachings.info or email us rdgable at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you are tuned into The Secret Teachings Radio broadcasting Monday through Friday here on the Fringe FM. We do have a separate one-hour Saturday show on another network, Aftermath.fm. You can check out our website, thesecretteachings.info, for more information on the show, my books, our archive for the show, montages, and more. www.thesecretteachings.info, rdgable at yahoo.com. Our guest this evening, Topher, a hip-hop artist and conservative TikTok star, Not just a hip-hop artist, but a billboard-topping hip-hop artist. First segment, Topher and I were talking a little bit about his background and the ways in which he got into writing the type of music that he writes. We will be playing some of that music on tonight's show. We've got a couple of songs queued up and ready to go when the uh, time is right here. But before we do that, I wanted to go back to what you were saying in the first segment, Topher, and tell you that when I... When I was going through the uh, process of trying to get out of the city I was living in last year, Rochester, New York, uh, due to violence and just the general uh, distaste for the political system, I got caught up as I was moving, uh, in the process of moving, in riots and protests uh, over Mm. Daniel Prude and George Floyd and all that. And uh, one of the things that disturbed me was that the protesters, rioters, whatever you, you know, people choose to call them uh, under different circumstances, they tore down a statue of Frederick Douglass. And obviously, most of our listeners, you, we know who Frederick Douglass is, who was also a conservative. Um, and when I saw that they tore the, the Frederick Douglass statue down, I realized these people don't know what they're doing, most of them, at least the people who did this. They probably don't know what they're protesting for or against or rioting for or against. And this all just seems a little bit weird to me. And, and I started to think about it from a historical point of view. And I looked back to, uh, to groups. And I don't know how you would feel about this, but I, w- I want to put this out there and see what, what your thoughts are. I looked back to the Ku Klux Klan. And I learned a lot about how the Ku Klux Klan used to terrorize both black folks and white folks. Even white folks who owned slaves historically were terrorized by the Ku Klux Klan if those white folks didn't agree with something like lynching. Therefore, a lot of white people were also lynched alongside of people of color and others. And when I started, mm-hmm. to, started to look at the Klan, I realized the Klan was pretty much dominated by Democratic leaders uh, who founded the Klan to basically enforce things that the federal government was attempting to overturn, everything from slavery to uh, you know, segregation type uh, things around the time of the Civil War. And it just seems to me 
that a lot of what has been classified as left-leaning today is essentially almost like a magical ritual to resurrect those old segregation, those old uh, racial uh, determination uh, laws and policies and viewpoints. Now it's just done under the cloak of we care about minorities and we'll give you some some money, a little bit of uh, stimulus, or we'll give you a little bit of uh, welfare if you keep voting blue. At least that's my perspective from what I've experienced here in Rochester, New York. I don't know. What is your take on that from what we were discussing in the first segment? You're absolutely correct on that. I make this comparison all the time. You know, I always tell people it's just modern day, you know, KKK. I said, you know, a lot of the reason why we voted Democrat or avoided voted voting Republican specifically in the South, because a lot of people would like to contribute it to racism. And that's why people won't vote for the Republican Party. It's like, no, uh, the, the trauma from, you know, my grandmother, because, you know, my mom was is 60 plus. And so her mom was 90 something. So she grew up in Jim Crow South. Mm-hmm. And, and here in the South, like you said, it was. It was dominated by Democratic, you know, KKK members. And, and all they did was terrorize anybody that was trying to subvert their power, subvert their authority that they had, you know, uh, achieved through fear tactics and fear mongering. Um, and instead of fear today, they use virtue signaling or or any other means. Like I said, it's just they, they got they decided that the fear wasn't working because it made them look bad in media. So they had to come up with a way for them to do the same thing, but still look positive. And and that completely reminds me of terrorist groups like ISIS. Right. When I was in the military, one of the things they were great at was propaganda. And and Lord knows we see that all the time in the media. And what I mean by that is when we went in to attack, not us, but Israel, we'll say Israel, for example, if they went in to do a drone strike or something like that and. And, and they bombed a place, they bombed a school or bombed a hospital because it, it was a hospital of a school in the eyes of the world. It made it seem like, oh, they just, you know, war crimes and, 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 and killing civilians. No, it was a cover up. And even when they, you know, collateral was children or women, it was because those women and children were held hostage by ISIS and forced to stay in those places. So they could die and be used as propaganda. So here we are. The same thing over here is they, they, they're using propaganda to make it seem like they're fighting a good fight. When when it, when in at the end of the day, they're, they're worse than anybody else. And that's what BLM is recognizing. Right. Because you can't tell, especially up in New York. Right. Because, you know, they're you know, I see them walking and marching with Trump supporters. Um, the other week in rebellion against the vaccine mandates. And the reason why this is happening is because, you know, for a long time, they're supporting, at least for the election year, that was really supportive of the Democratic Party. And they was talking about how vote ID laws were racist, yada, yada, yada. But here are Democrats <laughs> telling people that you can't eat, you can't do this, um, if, you, <laughs> right, if, right. if you, you can't work if you don't have the vaccine. But we already know that majority of black people are not getting it. So it's going to disproportionately affect black. Isn't that, isn't that uh, uh, the black community, one of the highest statistical uh, statistically speaking communities that have refused the vaccine, basically creating a modern day form of segregation with COVID-19 vaccine passports. 
Absolutely, but you can't say that because that's that's the truth out here. You know, oh, what I'm, I'm sorry. Was that racist? Was that racist? <laughs> <laughs> you know, facts are racist. Yeah, well, that's, uh, that's a really good song. Oh, I yeah, appreciate it, but yeah, it's true, man. And that's why, like I said, that's why I continue to speak up, and many other artists is because we know this, we see this coming. We've been informing people that this is what the Democrats are about. I'm glad that they're starting to see it. You know, people are starting to wake up, especially when they're talking about reporting income or any transaction over $600 when you're talking about bank accounts or cash apps, it's like $600. That's not, that's not attacking the rich. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's definitely attacking the poor people and, and, and the middle class. So, well, that's everything. a, that's a, ta- that, well, that's a tactic that the communist Chinese use. They just called it landlords. And that meant that even if your landlord lived on your property and barely owned anything more than the property that you lived in, your landlord was someone who needed to be taken in the street and beaten for having more and being a member of some wealthy Burgoy class. It's the same kind of communist tactic that's being employed, particularly by the Democratic Party in the United States. And obviously, the Democratic Party isn't even really, in my opinion, the Democratic Party anymore. It's kind of been hijacked by uh, an extremist, extremist terrorist uh, ideology, as far as I'm mm. concerned. And I would agree with you there. But, uh, and I can say this because of people like Vernon Jones, mm-hmm. who were staunch Democrats. And his famous words I hear as I hear him speak now that he you know, became a Republican is, I didn't lead the Democrat Party, they left me. And and that and your words resonate exactly what he's been saying is Democrats didn't used to be like this. They, they wanted as extreme as this. They used to be a little bit more centered, you know. They wanted um, free speech. Now they don't want you to be able to talk about anything unless they sanction it. Yeah, that's 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 another one, definitely. And you and you see if you someone like Nicki Minaj, right? And then you know they, they don't really care. They, they they said nothing but good things to say about Nicki when she talks about provocative things but as soon as she speaks up about you know possible um vaccine injury to her i think her cousin uh, i believe um all of a sudden she's a heathen we shouldn't listen to her she's uh ir- irresponsible you know what i'm saying so it's what did she say too she uh, all she said i think to follow that up was hey i think I, i'll do my own research and i'll make the decision and that's considered extremist and now, you know, the media portrays her as as a as a terrible person because she said, think for yourself. I mean, right. That alone, Topher, that alone, that idea is dangerous. If someone says, I'll think for myself and other people say, no, you can't do that. That's where the real threat is. When people tell you you can't think for yourself, you can't read the information for yourself, you can't believe what you want to believe. The people that are trying to censor you are the dangerous people. They're not the ones obviously or should be obvious that are trying to protect you from a virus or from, you know, hateful language or whatever. That's what the freedom of speech, communication uh, and civil discourse is all about. Absolutely. And that's what, you know, I went to the military for to help protect those constitutional rights and those values we hold dear. You know, as soon as you get rid of free speech, yeah, I mean, what do you have? You know, I I, I told people it's, it's one thing to silence the president, right? <laughs> I, I don't know what we do that at, um, but we silenced the president of the free world, which is crazy. Um, but we still had Al Qaeda and everybody else running their organizations on Twitter, 
so yeah, Al- Al Qaeda's on there with ice cream, and that's okay. <laughs> but tr- but Trump can't be on social media, right? It's dangerous, yeah, so. dangerous. Well, l- let me ask you this: what what is that uh, the sole reason that you went into the military? Um, uh, what what year was that? And you were in the Air Force, right? No, I wasn't the sole reason. I went to the military April 2011. Um, but the, one of the main reasons was to to get a little bit disciplined. You know, um, mm-hmm. like I said, I grew up without a father, so I never really had someone to kind of give me the step by step on what it means to be a man or what to expect out of life. So I wanted to do the the, the smart thing and and go somewhere where I can learn a little a little bit before I go out here and make some irreversible decisions as a, as a youth. So I, I joined the military and never looked back. It, it took me out of my echo chamber here in the South. I was able to be in a completely different world, complete, experience a completely different culture, and hang around people that I never would have thought would be cool people to hang around. You know, um, it, That's why I tell people racism or whatever you think is going on in the world is based on the lens from which you view it. If you go out there and get you a different lens from, you know, the military or just traveling or going to a, another country, you know, you, you realize that, that we we got it pretty good over here, you know. Um, so that's that's why I encourage people to do is just explore, talk to people, get to know people and join the military if you can. You know, it's a great alternative. They give you plenty education, plenty of opportunities to learn about leadership, how to take care of the man next to you or woman next to you, and just overall good time. Only thing I would have to say negatively about it right now is the force force vaccines, or if you don't get it, then, you know, President Biden is, is requesting that you receive a, a, a dishonorable discharge, which is ridiculous to, to even about say, that. to even suggest, uh, especially to people who's been in a, been in a uh, your uniform for 18 years, 10, you know, 10, 18 years. And, oh, yeah, you just you suck and get out. You know, it's, it's crazy to me. Dishonorable discharge. And I mean, I, it's like um, I've been doing a lot of legal research and uh, I'd like to go and get a law degree, actually. And, and, and I'm starting to work on that. But just uh, without being a lawyer, I've put together a lot of information that I've been able to help doctors and nurses and others get out of their mandates uh, under federal law, religious exemptions, uh, medical exemptions, etc. But I would assume that a lot of soldiers, just like a lot of doctors and a lot of students enrolled in college, a lot of them don't even know that they have a right to refuse based on their religious beliefs, which aren't even institutional religions. They can just be your beliefs under 42 U.S. Code, the definition of religion. There's a lot of beautiful stuff in and enshrined in constitutional law and other, of mm-hmm. course, statutes that come from the Constitution uh, that people don't know about. And every single night in media, whether it's mainstream media, it's social media, entertainment, we have beaten into our heads that we don't have rights, that we are just cattle that need to, essentially that just need to do exactly what Dr. Fauci or Joe Biden tell us to do. And if you don't get out of the military, if you don't get out of college, I thought I thought, you know, Liberals in particular, I thought they wanted people to go to school and get an education. You know, I thought that they wanted you to be part of the community. I guess I guess we're just okay with segregation again. But 
let's let's go to this first song. I left my home. I think it fits in with what you're talking about uh, in relation to the military. Tell us a little bit about this. You've got some other people in this song. Uh, you're featured in the song, correct? Correct. This song actually hit Billboard today. It debuted as number seven rap digital song sales, number nine R&B and hip hop digital song sales, and number thirty nine overall out of all genres digital song sales. So this is the second time this year that I have had a single to top the Billboard chart. So um, it's all thanks to all the patrons out there that support what we do and love what we do. We're just glad that we're able to do it in an entertaining way. But this song features the Marine rapper and the main artist is MJ Hanks. MJ Hanks created a track or just a instrumental. He put it on TikTok and he rapped a couple bars. The first few bars you hear, like, look at me now, look at me now. He did that on TikTok. It went stupid viral. So the, I decided to duet it. And when I duetted it, mine went viral on TikTok and Facebook. I think it has 4 million views on Facebook right now and like 7 million on TikTok. Just just a video of me duetting it. So everyone kept requesting for a full song. I hit MJ up. He was a real cool guy. And we was able to make it happen. I'm turning around within a week and get that song to the masses. And right now it has over, uh, let me double check, I think it has over 800,000 streams on Spotify and uh, f- almost 500,000 streams on YouTube, I believe. And I don't know what we have on Apple Music, but I definitely hit Billboard charts today as independent Congratulations. Artists. Without Without selling your soul to Sony or some other record company. Congratulations. Absolutely. Uh, let's go ahead and play it. I left my home. We're going to play this. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about it. And then we, we might have time to play uh, the other song, the uh, the Patriot, before break. So let's go ahead and uh, get this queued up. And Topher, real quick as I cue this up, what is your website? And as people listen to the song, where can they find you on TikTok? How does that work? My website is TopherTown.com. And on TikTok or any social media, at TopherTownMusic, follow me there. All right, Topher, T-O-P-H-E-R, for those of you wanting to know how to spell it. Here's the song, I Left My Home. Look at me now, look at me now, look at me, look at me, look at me now. So I take one step at a time, fall into formation as I see the motivation in the eyes of my reflection. You may reap what you sow, but I'm going to reap what I write. I put in the work and I do it a lot, because you're going to see me when I'm at the top, ready or not.
defending the nation for foreign invasion. Got in information for the next generation. Running my duty station with that motivation. We ready for war. Ready for war. Uh, regiment full of pride. Step by step marching, we in the stride. Operation training to survive like the hero before us that fought and died. We continue the mission from day to day. Praying to God that he make a way. Out of all the things I want to say. Sorry, mama, that I couldn't stay. the song I Left My Home. Our guest tonight, Topher, Tophertown.com. And Topher, where can listeners download the song if they'd like to get a copy of that? You can find it on iTunes or Amazon. Just look up I Left My Home by M.J. Hanks, H-A-N-K-S. Very nice. Your music, I know that this isn't exactly, you know, 100% your song. You're collaborating with others. But when I read your bio and it said that you you draw from a, a love of seeing people entertained, uh, uh, you intend to restore hope uh, in people. And when I listened to your music the first time, uh, that's kind of the feeling I got before I ever knew who you were. Like, your music wasn't obviously like a lot of the other stuff that you hear, especially in hip-hop. Uh, it is more not only entertaining, but it is more empowering to hear somebody saying something that typically you don't get to hear in this kind of music. So that, to me, is very refreshing. Um, and that's the kind of intention that I have when I do radio five nights a week. I hope to, and I, 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 I pray that I entertain, and I can restore hope, and I can help people along the way. Uh, and I assume that you get that feeling from your music when you get responses back from people that people feel entertained they feel the same way that I do about it. Absolutely. Uh, we actually had, before I left my home, we had a guy say that we, we basically saved his life. Um, and let me, see, let me see if I can read you exactly what he said. But he sent the email to the Marine rapper. He said, brother, I left my home, just literally saved my life, swear on Chesty's grave. Still got the tears falling. You and the boys reminded me of what EGA stands for, gave me purpose and opened my eyes, reminded me I'd never walk alone, thanks to our beloved core, when I thought life was done with me, thank you, brother. You know, and that was a, a Marine 
that sent that to the Marine rapper. And he was saying, yeah, you know, people do feel alone and they feel thrown away by the government or they feel thrown away by their family because of the political views. Um, but I, I remind people that regardless, there's another family out there that will, will welcome you. You know, uh, one of the things I, I pride myself in is being authentic, you know, and, and building a base based upon my actual beliefs and my, my actual um, uh, thought, my actual mentality, because if you if you fake the funk, people are going to realize it sooner or later or you're going to be, you know, uh, flip floppy. I don't like to be flip floppy. I like to be straight up with people. And if I say something that turned the wrong way, cool. But Topher is going to say it. I don't want to be the person that don't want to say something because I'm afraid I'm going to lose somebody. You know, I, I want to be the person that's going to say it regardless because that's what I'm called to do. And those people that still rock with me because of that is why I believe we have such a strong movement behind our music and, and the reason why we're able to be more successful than most other independent artists in the, in the world. Well, that's what's made America so great for so long anyway, is having, and, and obviously there are people that believe contrary to that who have caused problems over centuries, uh, but people can get together who don't necessarily believe or, you know, in the same thing or agree with one another, but they can have civil discourse. They can communicate, work together, build community, have their own families. That's what America really is all about. And the idea that America is the opposite of that is only true in the regard uh, that some people don't like those open collective communities of people getting along who have different views. So they create this system and this ideology uh, that flip-flop, in my opinion, the, 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 the culture and the history. So it looks like that's not what America is all about. I mean, that's my opinion, and I feel like uh, the ability to communicate and come together with having different perspectives and different views, that what, that's what really makes not only a great nation but a great community. That's what makes a great family. That's what it's all about. Absolutely, and I agree with you there. And we can't be real with one another, then what's the point, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, obviously, we're not going to agree on everything. You, me, everybody listening, we're going to have, you know, little tiny differences in the way that we see things. But it's it's about how we deal with those differences and saying, well, I, I didn't know that, Topher. Maybe you're right. Show me some evidence. Maybe you didn't know something. I'll show you some evidence or I'll show you the way that I think. And that's what builds something. When you stifle that, when you stagnate that, things collapse, that's what we've seen historically. That's what happens to cultures and countries where governments become so authoritarian that people have no free movement, no free choice, no free thought, no free right to do anything, and society collapses under the weight of that authoritarian boot. That's why these, uh, these inherent rights are so important to preserve, whether in your case you've done it through the military and you've gone into music, in my case I do it through radio, or in your case listening as an audience, you do it through supporting myself or you do it through supporting Topher or you go out and you do your own thing in whatever way you know you have an ability or the resources to do so I think that that in agreement with you is one of the most important things uh, in terms of preserving that that cohesion uh, and I also uh, Topher had an email from a listener this week named Todd uh, his last name I'll just uh, say it starts with a C and just because of some of the work I've done here on this show um, his wife and a couple of uh, other girls at a hospital she worked at, they were able to get out of their mandatory vaccine and they, oh, wow. were, they were able to retain their job. 
So, I mean, you and I are not people that are on CNN every night, but we're having a direct impact on people's lives by helping them by being honest and uh, being able to also entertain at the same time. I think that's a wonderful thing. Absolutely. You know, compared to the alternative out there. But, yeah, man, that's that's amazing. And I've had plenty of people reach out because of the vaccine mandates. Like, hey, Tofa, do you know anybody? Now I know I could be like, hey, you need to go listen to Ryan. I'll hook him <laughs> <Because> up. <laughs> yeah, this guy is looking people up, and, and, and he's going to get you off. Uh, but, yeah, man, so uh, shout out to you, man, because that's, that's important. And like you said, a lot of people are, are making decisions against their moral, uh, moral makeup, fabric, of, because they're going to lose their job. They're going to lose their livelihood, and – that should never be a decision, right? It shouldn't be something we should be debating about when it comes to whether you're going to get something injected in your body. Like that's not the time to make that type of decision. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and the other thing is like, it's like Alex Jones always has said, you know, I'm not bragging. I'm not saying that to brag. What I'm saying is doing what I've done and then connecting with people like you, Topher. I'm just saying that's a, that's a microcosm of what, if you're listening and you would like to help people or help yourself, you find those connections with other people like I have with, with you, Topher, and that's what builds community, and that's that's what really helps. You know, some high-powered lawyer might be able to help you for a lot of money, but generally speaking, you have to do and take responsibility. You have to do the work for yourself. Absolutely. hope that that's inspirational. Uh, this next song, uh, The Patriot, we're going to play before break. Tell us a little bit about this. This is also a featuring the Marine rapper. So this song... <laughs> uh caused a lot of controversy when it was released. I, I released it, it back in December 19. Imagine it did. Uh 2020 and apparently it it has some type of association with January 6, which is interesting, uh, to say the least, given all the songs that was played, but they ended up they ended up removing my song from streaming platforms and all digital stores on January 13. And my distributor sent me an email saying they received a takedown order for this song. And I was like, huh? And they never gave me any detail. They never went to any detail at all. Mm-hmm. Um, to this day, I don't know why. Um, but I ended up switching distributors and re-uploaded to another distributor. And that's where I was able to get the song back up on platforms. And shortly after that, it went number one on digital rap song sales and number two on R&B and hip hop and number six um, digital song sells all genres. So this is definitely my biggest song to date. Um, and so many people love the song. Like I said, it's just another song about being a veteran and, and the things we, we swore to fight. Um, being, being a cons- you know, I didn't mention anything, anything political at all. I didn't mention conservative or liberal. I didn't mention Republican or Democrat. I just basically stated that there's a, you know, a war between good and evil and I'm going to love this country. You know, apparently it's that, that was that was the offense. <laughs> you had American American flags and yeah. So I, I guess you can't be black and love this country. So I think that's that's what did it, man. But uh, yeah, if you enjoy this country and you just enjoy music that sounds really great, please make sure you stream the Patriot. This is a great song as well. Topertown.com. T o p h e r town.com. You can find Topher on iTunes and Amazon if you'd like to get the music. Also on social media. What was that uh, that tag again? Topher Town Music. Topher Town Music for social media. Here is the Patriot, and then we will take our break. It's the top of the hour break, so it's a little extended. 
We'll come back and we'll get into it in the next hour, the next two segments with Topher. I'm Ryan Gable. rdgable at yahoo.com is the email. Here is the Patriot. secret teachings of all ages. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Do you like the secret teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. 
or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and I want to share something very interesting with you. It's no mistake that the CDC began recommending masks in April of 2020, and that people immediately had trouble adapting or breathing, just a few weeks before George Floyd died in Minneapolis. After his death, people began chanting, I can't breathe, on May 26th. It's no mistake that in June, this man with black skin, who had been turned into a god, was placed into a golden coffin, a real-life reenactment of the killing of Osiris in Egyptian myth. It's no coincidence the same month that this took place in the Twin Cities, a Twin Summit was taking place with the World Economic Forum, the implications of which we look at on The Secret Teachings. And these are the patterns and observations that we make on the show five nights a week, broadcasting on The Fringe FM. For more information, check out thesecretteachings.info or email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. So are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Are you thinking about creating a podcast but don't know where to start? Do you really want to have to learn all this stuff? Individual track processing, enhance and improve sound quality, edit out those awkward pauses, slip, mix multiple clips and tracks, spike volumes, deliver consistent sound, live podcast production, show notes and SEO optimization, episode upload to hosting, live call screening, balance levels and loud measure broadcast standards, full branding packages, logo design, podcast site, website, show artwork. Or do you just want to get on the mic and get your ideas out there? The Fringe FM team is here to help with all of your podcasting, audio and video production needs. From simple podcast to audio enhancement, our professional production staff will make it easier than ever to create the podcast you desire. Visit thefringe.fm, join our team, and get jump started on your podcast today. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship. And we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of the Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after lighting the void with Joe Roop right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM, brings you exclusively The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. How dare you? Come on, man.
Welcome back to the Secret Teachings radio broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. Broadcasting on the Paranormal Radio app, Talk Stream Live, the Fringe FM, that's fringe.fm, and of course the free Fringe FM app. Also, our website, www.thesecretteachings.info, where you can find our full show archive, the montage archive, and more, including my books, all at www.thesecretteachings.info. If you'd like to contact the show for any reason, questions, comments, concerns, R-D-G-A-B-L-E at Yahoo. Dot com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. If you are looking for those opinionated exemption templates for schools or work, I do have those templates. They are not legal advice, legally, because I don't have a juris degree, but they have assisted people when they adjust them to their own sincere beliefs in uh, maintaining employment and school enrollment and not having to be injected with anything uh, that is a violation of their bodily integrity, bodily autonomy, as preserved in U.S. Supreme Court case law, federal constitutional law, generally speaking, and of course, human rights law, international law, and the fundamental laws of nature and God, common law, etc., whatever you want to call it. Uh, we can hopefully help you to get out of those things if you email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. We have a guest on tonight. It's been a long time since we had a guest. I thought we would go back to our roots 11, 12 years ago. I first stepped into a radio station, part of a documentary for film school. Funny enough, video didn't kill the radio star. I actually got into radio instead of film. And about four and a half to five years, somewhere in there, I'd have to sit down and go through a timeline of it. I got into radio professionally, uh, jumped around from network to network, was banned from a couple of networks for refusing to censor the show. Some of you know that history as well. It's kind of a fun, funny history. And uh, now here we are in 2021. And uh, going back to our roots, we're interviewing tonight Topher, a billboard-topping hip-hop artist. We've played some of his music so far. I Left My Home and The Patriot. I Left My Home by MJ Hanks featuring... Topher and uh, the Marine rapper who was also featured in the song The Patriot that we played going into the second break, top of the hour break. Uh, and Topher, I think uh, if you just listen to the introduction of that song, there's quite a few reasons in there why maybe they didn't want to distribute it. You know, it doesn't matter what the color of your skin is. You've got American flags. You stand up for rights. I mean, those things are just absolutely repugnant to demons and devils, that it seems, it appears. Yeah, it's um, it's amazing, you know. Like I said, you know, as a veteran that served this country and fought for everyone's right to say and 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 utilize these rights that we have, especially when I didn't cuss, I I wasn't violent. There was nothing. I, I didn't have women twerking in my video. Uh, or doing anything inappropriate. There was it's no crazy. That, there was no whopping. If you had whopping, it would be top of the charts. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was there was no whop. Uh, definitely. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's just one of those things where it just reminded me 
how dark things are truly are in this country. And if we don't make a stand now, then it's only going to snowball further down. So yes, sir. We we need to do something now. We need to um, take responsibility for the lack of care our, our previous generation or us who's alive today when it came to policies and, and having like a laissez-faire type of attitude towards those. But we need to get back active in the communities, um, active back with God ultimately, but active back in our families, active back of, back in our um, courts and, and just turn this thing back around. Now, when you say God, I know a lot of people have an aversion to that, but when you say God, um, and I was going to ask you this anyway, um, can you explain to me God and, and the spiritual nature of this battle outside of the legal, political components of this? Talk to us a little bit about the spiritual components from your point of view. So my, the God I'm talking about is God of the, 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 the Hebrew Bible, of, of, the, of the Bible that we read today is Christianity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, God, uh, the, Son, the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. So <clears throat> three-part being, and what I mean is, there's a spiritual war because we are spiritual beings. Um, as spirit beings, we are responsible for where our soul goes. So that, that's what separates us from any other form of life on this earth. It's that spirit, that spirit of we, 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 we bear responsibility. So when I say there's a war going on, I mean a spiritual warfare of evil versus good where, where Satan and on the fallen angels represent the evil in, in the earth because now they're the rulers of the earth. And then, you know, the, the heaven, you know, the heavens represented by God and everybody else, the angels. So there's a spiritual warfare going on to where a lot of it and, and actually the physical things we see is just that manifestation of those things. Because ultimately what Satan wants to do is destroy mankind. He's jealous of us. So he he realized the easiest way to destroy something is destroy it while it's young, before it's full grown. And we 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 know that about anything, right? It's easier to pluck a tree before it gets roots. And corrupted at its core, right? Corrupted at its core. So that's why he's so hell bent on destroying the family, the traditional family here we have in America, which which is between a man and a woman, because that's the only relationship that's going to produce children. Um, and yeah, what's the only relationship that's God ordained? What did you think about uh, when Black Lives Matter had published on their website and it took a while for talk show hosts and others to call it out for them to remove it and put it on another website? But Black Lives Matter had a segment of their website where they literally said that their goal was to, quote, disrupt the Western prescribed family structure. And I thought that was bizarre, considering that they claim to represent black communities, you know, not to mention it's just bizarre in general that a group for social justice wants to eradicate the family unit. It's, once again, it was marketing as propaganda. You know, it was one of those things they really thought about how could they use black, the black plight, the black struggle, and use it as a sword and as a shield. The sword was uh, police brutality and black experience. And the shield was the name Black Lives Matter. Because if you say you don't like Black Lives Matter, they can be like, oh, so you don't care about black lives. 
right? So that was just genius marketing. And it never was about black lives. It was always about black black people being manipulated to vote for a certain party. Of course. And that's why and that's why they didn't even talk to Black Lives Matter organization when they was in office forever. It took several months. They talked to everybody else and they still haven't passed any law. Like think about it. Um, there's not been any police brutality laws passed. There has been anything regarding reparations, but here we are giving billions to Afghan, you know, Afghani re- refugees. Um, so all the things that they want and they, they expected from the Democrat Party was just all, all, all lies. And that's why we try to wake people up and, and to make them realize that. Um, but Look, yeah, it's just it, it's weird, man, that people didn't recognize that and they was okay with that. It's like they're really trying to remove or emasculate men so that that was in their that, that was in their stated purpose too was to essentially remove men and women from habitation with each other and then to separate not only separate men and women but then to separate the children from the women and raise the children in what they qu- called quote villages that would be run by by literally they used the word comrades i mean it was like right. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. pretty straightforward i mean their their leaders were trained marxists. So it's, yeah, she I did mean, say that. She did say that <laughs> out of their own mouth. Like they went over there and and they was friends with Fidel and everybody. So it's like, bro, like, come on, man. Like I don't know what what more must we do to tell you guys that that's what they're trying to push. Well, let's let, yeah. let let's go back to God for a second. And this is this is where I want to tie the two together because when I. When I studied BLM, I realized that there was a lot more to it than just politics, propaganda, and Marxism or communism, whatever people choose to call it. You know, I saw videos. I don't know if you've seen this, Topher, but there are videos where Patrice Cullors, who's now stepped down because of all that money she spent buying houses in white neighborhoods from the from the, the group, <laughs> she uh, she performed a ritual. I think it was in L.A. where she dressed up with these giant wings. And it was basically a mock of uh, setup of the Garden of Eden, and she's she's reading this data, like these statistics that, like, I agree with. They're, it's you can't really refute the data, but then as she's doing that, she's performing this like almost serpentine, uh, uh, demonic, devilish, like uh, uh, Edenic uh, mockery. Um, and when I saw that, I looked at the video, and it was titled "Prayer to the Iyami Ayi." And that's that's an official BLM, like, I don't know what it was, a ritual or whatever they did. So I looked that up, and it, it turns out that the Iyami Aji is essentially a, it's part of Yoruba tradition in, in southwestern Africa. And it's part of a belief system uh, that connects to something called Ifa, which is a divinatory practice. Um, and although it might not be, quote unquote, evil on the surface, they've essentially taken it, and they're literally calling on uh, spirits of the dead to advance uh-huh. and to promote their political agenda. And so I thought, well, let's keep things balanced for a second. Just because it's, you know, not a, a, a typical religious belief doesn't mean it's evil. But when they're taking it and they're using the spirits of their dead in their own words and they're, quote, pouring out libations to them and they're performing mock rituals of stories in Genesis, to me, that sounds a little bit like black magic. That sounds a little bit disturbing. And uh, on the surface, a lot of people don't see that because you have to go online and find what they're doing. But uh, I don't know if you know about that. I think that connects to the subject of God and the subject of the spiritual battle. We, people, you, whoever's listening, might not believe that, 
But these people certainly believe in something that is non-physical, that is spiritual, and they absolutely are doing everything in their power to advance their agenda through invoking those unseen powers. Yeah, I I noticed someone did. A, I didn't really go much detail, but I saw a video of a guy kind of breaking it down a little bit on the spiritual side. And there's a reason why they always tell you to say their name. Right. And that's part of their um, whatever you want to call it, witchcraft or whatever. But repeating somebody's name is, is a way to either keep them alive or to help summon them back or something yeah, like it's that. A, and It's an invocation. And, Right, right. Invocation. So that's where it started. It's like this is all witchcraft stuff that they're people have fallen into. It's like say their names like and you all you're doing is just saying their name over and over, which is interesting because, you know, Tamir Rice and, and others and the parents of the other fallen kids and, and people that have been, vic, you know, victims of police brutality their their loved ones have spoken out against BLM and said, yo, y'all have you know, profited off of my, my child's name, my child's image, and y'all haven't given us anything or even helped us out in any way, and they still haven't done anything about it. So it shows that they don't, like I said, they have no true interest in helping the community or black people. they just using anything they can, and I always tell people right now, I feel like we have a low emotional IQ. So we're very sensitive. We're hypersensitive to things that typically shouldn't have this much of a reaction or generate this much of a reaction to our community. But when all you hear is violence and music and depression and music and all you hear is violence and music and media and, and, and things like that, then you're going to think the world is just just horrific place. Um, That's why I tell people get out and actually go to those events. Uh, people used to always say, man, you know, number of races at Trump, Trump events. So I went to a Trump rally. If there was a racist, there was the most, there was the nicest racist I ever met. Cause, <laughs> In- cause I, 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 I'm telling you that I went to several and not one person was violent toward me or anything. I mean, I, I wasn't like Dawn in Trump gear every time either. So it's not like I was a, a, a staunch Trump supporter. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I don't, I don't get it, you know? And then I go over here and black Lives matter or somebody sees me walking and I'm a conservative cause they know who I am. Cause I, you know, I blew up on TikTok. Here they come threatening me all yeah. in my face and saying, Oh, you that person, you this, you this. And, I, I, I. and so I was like the violence and the attacks I see are actually coming from, the very same people are saying that they're being attacked. And I'm just like, that's just not true. Yeah. That's like, that's a standard psychological tactic. It's like you attack somebody, but while you're attacking them, you tell them to stop hitting or stop attacking you. <laughs> it, 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 it confuses the mind and it, it tricks you into thinking something that's obviously, that's obviously not true. I mean, that's, that's part of, you know, standard psychological traumatizing practices, whether they're, you know, central intelligence agency, experiments or you know just typical standard things that psychologists and advertisers come up with to get you to buy a product it's just everything everything has been weaponized to the point we can't tell what is real and what is not real until and i'll give you big props here topher until you find music or you find people that are are speaking in a in a, in a whether it's in radio or they're writing books you find people that are real and then all that that falsehood 
all of it just kind of crumbles away and you're like, okay, look, there is someone here who exemplifies something and it just, everything falls away, exemplifies something that's more than, you know, the standard status quo. I mean, to me, giving you props, that's what your music, you know, I I go through YouTube, I try to find things for montages and your music just kind of popped up by chance. And when I listened to it, I thought, well, this guy's real. And these are the kind of people that I want to associate with because people like you, Topher, you build a better world. doesn't matter what your politics are. You build a better world because you're creating something. You are doing it without like this huge corporate conglomerate behind you. You're doing it independently. You're taking responsibility for what you think and what you say, and you allow other people to have that space to do the same. That's what builds a better world, not stifling free thought and expression. So thank you for what you do just as an artist really like your music. I appreciate that. And I just want to say that I was listening to a podcast. I think Charlie Kirkin, one of the things they brought up is you don't know who's lying. The only person that knows that someone's lying is the subject they're talking about. So when you hear, so everyone else is watching the news and hear voter ID laws are racist. A lot of white people are like, Oh my gosh, yes, that's true. But then when you actually <laughs> talk to a black person and be like, what are you talking about? And I was like, no, I have an ID. <laughs> All my buddies are going to do, you know what I'm saying? So the only person that knows is the subject. Oh yeah. And what they tend to do is try to limit the exposure of that subject that will uh, debunk whatever narrative they're trying to push. So that's why they don't like, that's why I'm saying we, there's no reason for us not to be on any music platforms, to get any blogs, to get any mentions. There's no reason for us not um, to be uh, propelled in shows or interviews. It's, it's just no reason. Right. We got positive music. We were top of the billboard charts independently. Things that were just unimaginable, like on, on a national level. It's not like we're competing against Rudy Poots or SoundCloud rappers. We're competing against the best of the best, you know. Um, so th- there's a reason why we don't get the, the shine. And I understand it. But like I said, regardless, we're going to continue to put it out there and continue to fight because, uh, you know, whether they win the battle today or whatever, but we, we, it's a war and war. It could take a while, you know, um, and the more we speak up, the more I've seen more people um, speak up, like either on TikTok or YouTube. I've seen more conservative commentators come out and they said because they saw me being bold in my beliefs and, and, and speaking on subjects, it inspired them to do the same thing. And that's the thing that I've experienced, too, as a radio host, is that it's in, I know that it's inspired people, and that's what I intend to do. But I also hope that the people that are inspired by my this show or by your music and what you do, I hope that uh, they also can attempt to inspire other people. Again, that's what builds a better world. That's what builds a community. That's what builds something that matters, You know, not this just hollow shell of virtue signaling and social justice. It actually builds something where people... Can, can be a part of something that, that's real, that's solid, that's, let's call it enlightened, that's the, just everything, I don't know about you, but just so much of what is going on is so murky and so dark, and then when you find something that's real, all of that just gets blown away by this bright, shining light. That's the only way I can explain it. And, and I would prefer to be in a, in a warm, sunny place than in a dark, cold place, uh, intellectually and spiritually speaking, at least that's my that's my point of view. But we have another song, Olympus Has Fallen. This is uh, featuring D. Cure. Is that correct? Correct. Olympus Has and Fallen. Tell us a little bit about this song. So this song, uh, it was inspired by the 
the horrible leadership we have with the Biden administration from the top down, especially when it came to us pulling out of Afghanistan and the horrible um, mistargeting uh, of the supposed ISIS leaders, which were 10 civilians, seven being kids. So uh, Olympus has fallen is based off the movie Olympus has fallen where pretty much the, I think North Korea comes in and, and takes over or attacks the, the capital. Um, and my, my thing was we have a president taking over the, the U S and he's the reason why Olympus has fallen. Right. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of why I made this song and I kind of want to kind of air some of my frustrations with this administration. And yeah, people love the song so far, man. One of my most streamed lyric videos I've ever put out and it has a mixture of, um, some more sea shanty vocals like the Patriot and my man D cheer, who's also a veteran. So it's a really great song. You know what? When I, when I saw the name of that song, I, I figured it was probably, probably based off of the movie title. And I, and I'm, I'm thinking that maybe you do a little bit of what I do. I like to work off of pop culture and with wordplay. Is that something that you like to incorporate into your music a lot? Absolutely, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it, it's at the very least, it's very fun. Of course, it's entertaining as well. Olympus has fallen. Uh, we're just going to let's just skip the break. We'll play the song. We'll come back from the song. Talk a little bit about it. We also have another song, Insurgent, and and maybe we can. I really like facts are racist. Uh, I really like that song, so maybe we can play that as well. Of course, YouTube told me that it's um, eighteen or older to hear it, so they made me sign in just to listen to it. <laughs> But this, yeah. this is Olympus Has Fallen. Uh, again, TopherTown.com is the, uh, is the website. Uh, Topher, I guess, this evening. I'll be here. He'll be here. Here's the song. At the rate at which we rejected okay. Their policies, ideologies Designed to keep us divided yeah. Cause nothing good really came from In the program they provided nah. The rate of crime, drugs, education And the wage gaps all wide Come on, the period leaders All over crap men Like President Biden How dare you abandon Americans Left stranded out some foreign land uh. Lost helicopter, military drones That's all because of your poor command what? You say you practice Catholicism no. But you won't protect the innocent no. You'd rather have any bitty babies All butchered up like venison wow. Your nonchalant foul attitude Is evidence that you cheated Yeah, I'm so sick. 
sick of the administration. Want us to breathe with no innovation. Hiding every bit of information. Whole house needs a renovation. Telling us about terrorists. I know what the real terror is. In the White House with the bigger fence. Signs, bills, grabs, little kids. Speaking of bills, look at what Clinton did. Lied about it, then he did admit it. Then you wanted to go and let Hillary in. Corruption never will end. Every time I go and pick up a pen, I'm dropping a bomb. And it's bigger than true. It's the government. It used to be for the people. They call this equal. They don't care about humans. We just want to shot in your arm. What can it, what can it harm? They're pushing it hard. Are you not alarmed? Taking the shot at the chance of winning the car. Making you carry your card. They never did this with any flu. Any flu? I promise that if you don't learn from the past, you're going to get hurt. And repeat it too. Man, does it look like a demon to you? But I know this evil got to see you me through. Obama's wife might be your man. That's something I got no reason to prove. How about we speak for the youth? You keep it the truth. Why do we need him removed? Come see the light that is beaming on you. You don't have a voice. I'm speaking for you. Olympus Has Fallen featuring D-Cure. Topher is our guest this evening. Those are some very, very, very informative and uh, I think, uh, I don't know, I say inspiring uh, lyrics. Uh, I love I love a good beat, but I love an artist who can really say something in the song. I had a guy maybe like 11 years ago when I first started Radio Topher, he was from Haiti. And he was big into hip-hop music in Orlando. And he came into the studio and he said, he said let me t- tell you something. Nobody can say more in a single verse than a rapper who writes it and performs it well. And that's always you know, been something in the back of my mind. Really great lyrics. Thank you. Yeah, that's, that's kind of my spin on when it comes to emceeing. You know, uh, it's, it's more about, because at the end of the day, rap stands for rhythm and poetry. So, you know, poetry was very impactful, especially when it came to any Renaissance movement or any culture shift. Poetry was was leading it. So we just added beat behind it now and to give it a little bit more entertainment. But, you know, I just think you got to say something. You know what I'm saying? Like if you want to get on a mic, say something. I sure you can say anything you want and make money and, and be cool. I mean, yeah, I, I guess there's that aspect. But. Like like I said earlier, there should be a balance, and people should be aware of that balance. And, uh, and I feel like we don't, no one cares about that balance anymore. They just they just want to make a profit, whatever gets them a profit, uh, and they just want to be the first to talk about it. They don't care if it's true. It's just all it's just a it's a money game now. Ego, narcissism, Machiavellianism, the dark triad of personality traits. I think it really has consumed so many people. Uh, greed. I think a lot of the problem is, and people can call it God or choose to call it something else, but uh, as a representation of, of morality, integrity, ethics, and virtue, these things have been stripped out of our society and out of our culture. And through those those elements, and, and, and of course, through those elements with things like uh, family or some form of family, at least, even if it's not necessarily traditional, these are the things that, as I've been saying all night, build a better world. They build a more sustainable world, a world in which people can communicate and build something and be successful. When you remove morality, ethics, virtue, again, there's a lot of different words we could use, things begin to noticeably crumble. And if we don't have a, a moral guide, then society becomes a really, really dark place. And that is something that, again, whether you call it God or not, that is something that I think needs to be injected back into culture 
And maybe perhaps if you want to just use that word God, that might be the best thing. That's what I tell people when they ask me, What's, what can we do culturally? I say, I don't know, don't have all the answers, but maybe injecting God back into the school system and into some form of, you know, the, the general cultural political process, you know, obviously a separation of church and state, but just injecting God back into that system so we have kind of a moral compass to guide us might be a good place to start in my view. Yeah, instead of just how I feel. <laughs> yeah, postmodernism. <laughs> yeah. Facts so. fa- facts don't matter because obviously they're racist. They're racist, they're hurtful. And, you know, we can't even tell somebody they're they're obese because this body shame and it's like, but this it's it's a fact. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start telling people when they ask me about vaccines, I'm gonna be like, don't vaccine shame me. <laughs> it works apparently the language does so we i guess we just turn it back around on them i don't know if that's maybe that's childish yeah they said we they said we can't we gotta be the bigger person we can't be childish like no sometimes i just i'll do it just to see the reaction you know when someone says something like that or i'll, I'll try to use the, you know their language against them when i know it's rhetoric and a talking point you know when people say you gotta you got to wear your mask, and I'll tell them I, I'm, I'm not going to wear it because, I, I one, I can't. I can't breathe in the thing, but if there are a lot of other reasons I won't wear it. And then they'll get in my face and scream at me with their mask off, and I'll tell them, sir, sir, six feet. I need six feet apart, you know, <laughs> just for a little bit of fun. It's always funny how that is. Like, put your mask on, and then they get in your face. Yeah. It's like, it, how you go from I'm not protecting you and you're mad to – you closing the distance. <laughs> it's just, I see that all the time. And I just laugh. Well, that's what really I think you have to do is you have to laugh at it. And, you, and once you can realize how, how absurd it is and you can get a laugh out of it, uh, that, that the dark elements of it really can't control you. They shouldn't bring you down. It shouldn't be negative. It should be like, this is insane. This is crazy. And then we can move past it. You know, if you just stay in that, that state of fear, I actually have a shirt on right now, Topher. It says the the media is the virus, and I got another one coming that says fear is the virus. And I think fear really is probably, uh, as a social contagion, far more contagious than any virus cooked up by man or otherwise. Yep. It's only two spirits, spirit of faith and spirit of fear. And both of them have incredible power in the earth. And whichever one you feed is the one that's going to, impact your life the most and I, I choose faith all the time like you know it's because as they say fears in the head threats are real I learned that from what was that Will Smith and his son Jay Smith they had a, a movie together but uh yeah he was telling his son he said sir you know fears in the head it's all in the head but the threat is real so you can still live and operate understanding that COVID-19, whatever is real, but you don't have to be fearful of it. So, you know, if you're not going around your family, if you're not doing this because you're afraid of something, then fear is effectively taking control over your life. Didn't Biden say something like that? We choose facts over, we choose truth over facts or something like that. You remember that? Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. A, <laughs> that was a great, uh, another great Biden quote. Uh, <laughs> Well, uh, let, let, let's do this. We've got we've got some more music. We've got a uh, little under 20 minutes left here. Uh, we've got Insurgent, and we have Facts or Racist. Do you want to play both of those? Yeah, I mean, if you want to play them, you can play both. That's fine. Yeah, well, we have time to play both, but I'd also like to give you uh, a little bit of time 
to talk about anything that you'd like to talk about. It could be political. It could be, you know, something to deal with your faith. It could be your music, anything. I want to give you that platform after we play the song Insurgent and tell us a little bit about this. Yeah, absolutely. Insurgent is a song that I created in response to all the conspiracy theories that came true. Um, You know, six months after we've been telling them about it, whether it's the um, Trump calling, you know, uh, the COVID-19 hoax or Trump at the the church in D.C. and and, and shoving BLM protesters out the way. Just all kind of things that the the media has pushed and said that Trump has did and just been completely false. And we all knew it. And the sad thing is the media will correct these narratives later after all the damage is done, but won't make a big fuss about the correction. They just slide it in there. It's like, oh, we had to redact, retract this, or sorry, here's a small correction. Like, it's it's not a big announcement when when they have to take it back, but it's a huge announcement when they had to push the lie. Um, so yeah, so this song is about that, and um, insurgent is just a word for it's not insurrectionist. It's just the difference between insurgent and insurrectionist. Insurgent is a person that doesn't agree. Or goes against their political alignment. So, for instance, if I was a Republican or Democrat, and as an insurgent, I'd be like, "Yo, y'all whack. I'm out. I'm an insurgent. You know what I'm saying? I'm an insurgent at that point. It's like, nah, y'all talking nonsense. Yeah, political, so, like political opposition. Yeah. And so that's that's pretty much what an insurgent is. And you know, cause I know a lot of people hear that word and they think, "Ooh, these guys are terrorists." And it's like, no, no, don't be dumb. <laughs> English, English is not the hardest language in the world. <laughs> it's just easy to look stuff up. Um, but yeah, it's, it's featuring Burden. Um, and it's also featuring Bryson Gray, both staunch. Uh, oh, these guys spit more truth than I could spit in bars, and they go hard for what they believe in, man. So please show them love and hopefully enjoy the song and search. It's a Burden World. Is that the uh, tag? Yes, his work. I think his tag on Instagram and social is Burden World. Burden World. And then. Uh... Bryson Gray. That's G-R-A-Y. Bryson Gray, I believe. Correct. All right, here is Insurgent. Again, Topher is our guest this evening. After this song, we're going to give Topher the floor. We'll give you the floor, buddy, and then we'll play uh, Facts or Racist at the end of the uh, broadcast this evening. Here is Insurgent. It's contradictory to the, the uh, story, or it's, it's not a lie. It's not a mistake. It's not an error. It's not something we have to apologize for. Okay. Our story was uh, was contradictory to the facts. You still have somebody on your payroll that is still continuing to further the lie and the conspiracy theory. Where's my apology wow. for the way that you fraudulently fabricated yeah. media in a way that you arguably brought on me? Trumpers, conservatives through targeting. Uh-huh. What is Candace on some Facebook what? or Stephen Crowder on YouTube? What? When it's part of ban your own president, so don't question why I'm in a bad mood. Uh-huh. The lie about what really happened when 45 had the photo op outside the church in D.C. That BLM had chosen to drop. The lie again when they claim Trump said the pandemic was all a hoax. Six months they made him sound incompetent in front of a lot of folks. Lab leaks from Wuhan. White supremacists find people. Alleged balance for the head of soldiers. Find the fraud shit isn't legal. Every story has been corrected, but the damage already done. All 
all a part of an insurrection that's still the election hey, they never won. We ain't won. coming in peace, nah, we ain't coming in peace. We demanding our country back, we want Biden impeached. Take him out and put Trump in there, everybody knows that they cheat. Take him out and put Trump in there, everybody knows that they cheat. We ain't coming in peace, nah, we ain't coming in peace. We demanding our country back, we want Biden impeached. Take him out and put Trump in there, everybody knows that they cheated. Insurgent. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Topher, our guest this evening, TopherTown.com. That is a very heavy beat. Another great song, Topher. Thank you for letting us play these on air tonight. And I hope that uh, all of you listening, uh, if you enjoy the music, you go out and get it. iTunes and Amazon. Is that correct? Correct. Yep. Just go out and get it, guys. And Add it to your Spotify playlist. Share it with your family and friends. Like I said, it's clean music. It's just factually based. And it's just a great way for us to talk about these, the typically conserv- uh, controversial topics such as politics, religion, etc. Um, but this is a great way to do it in, through entertainment. Yeah, there's a there's a line in there that I, I believe Bryce and Grace said about, uh, you know, my body, my choice. I don't know if you saw this all over the country, uh, Topher. They had these abortion rallies uh, because of the Senate Bill 8 in Texas. And I thought it was really funny. They, they literally had those rallies the day that the exemption compliance uh, policies for schools and hospitals ended here in the state of New York and in other states. Uh, and people were protesting, you know, against the forced vaccine as a mandate, you know, to maintain employment or enrollment. And they were saying the same things, my body, my choice. And right when that ends, that policy says that you have to have it by this date. Suddenly there's abortion protests all over the country. You know, I'm not saying things are staged, but I feel that there is an organization that intentionally places groups of people and and phrases and news stories in the right place at the right time to divert attention away from other topics that really should be uh, national news stories. What do you think about that? I 100% believe that. Working in the military and having a top secret clearance, I can tell you that there's a good reason why I don't trust the government. <laughs> and, I, and, and I want them to have the least amount of power to operate this country effectively. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, 
people with the means will do what they can to re- remain in power. So if if, it, if all they got to do is pay people $200 to go stand outside and protest a joint for, for four hours, I'm sure a lot of people will show up whether they believe it or not. Um, so I won't put it past anybody. I'm going to put it past any organization. I leave all doors, opportunity open, <laughs> possibilities open. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and, and I know we're not going to get into the details of this, but I, I did a show on this last night just because I thought it's interesting that there's an abortion protest to maintain quote-unquote abortion rights when the bill in Texas didn't take abortion rights away. It just placed more restrictions on them, and it was written in a different way that should be upheld you know, in relation to Roe versus Wade. So you had two different sides arguing over this pro or anti-abortion. One side wants abortion all the time. The other side wants no abortion. Meanwhile, people that want my body, my choice are making very little to no comments on people losing their jobs and livelihoods because of forced vaccines, most of them still experimental that are being forced upon people. You know, I don't understand unless I guess you start thinking about you know the types of things that um, are more conspiratorial you don't necessarily have to pay everybody $200 to stand out there, Topher, but you pay a few people and you have the organization on social media with certain hashtags and things like that. And, and people just flock to it because they want to drape themselves in, I believe in rights. I believe in, you know, BLM. I believe in this or I believe in that. It makes you feel good. But you also, when you do that, you don't have to really take responsibility for your actions or your thoughts. You become part of some group collective, you know, like Jordan Peterson talks about. Yeah, it's... And you're right. You know, you know how to pay everybody, but, you know, just get the fire started <laughs> and you got keep it. burning for sure. Uh, and, and like you said, it's the pure hypocrisy you see. And that's why I see all the time. You know, it's literally all the time I see that. And I'm like, bro, what? Hey, y'all, <laughs> yeah. y- y'all not going to y'all really going to sit here and say my body, my choice to justify abortion, which that has been debunked multiple times. But they don't care. They still say it. But then we have vaccination and everyone's like. Oh no! You know you got to protect those around you, and it's like interesting, interesting that you say protect somebody else. You know, yeah. Uh, but if this world is is so bad, then uh, when you is it so bad that you kill somebody because they're poor, right? I mean, that's one of the reasons why I say you get abortions. Why would you want your kid to grow up in this horrible world and 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 poverty? So. Taking somebody out because they're poor, it shouldn't matter at what age, right? And <laughs> if if that's your reasoning, if that's your rationale, but we all know that that's not the rationale. It's they are trying to find any possible way to avoid saying that they like to murder babies. That's what it comes down so, to. Some they, they, people, obviously, not everybody, but some people literally say stuff like that. Yeah, like I, I've I've heard it. Like they just want to just. But these are also, I guess, the same people that are like, get the kids a vaccine so they can go to school and they can learn and they can be healthy. But then you also are pro-abortion. That's confusing to me. Yeah, well, it's confu- <laughs> confusing everybody outside of them. You know, they they don't care. They don't care how it looks. And like I said, that's to me, that's the true issue is that they're stuck in the echo chamber and the cognitive dissonance is just it's just a miss with them. <laughs> it's just it's just a miss, and they don't care. Well, Topher, let me give you uh, just a few minutes here, uh, an open floor. Maybe you don't have anything else to add, but anything you'd like to talk about, about four minutes, and we'll play this last song, and then we'll, we'll cut it close to the end, but we'll have enough time to, to wrap up. Uh, open floor, though, my friend. Uh, I really don't have much to add, but I would like to say, you know, 
just those out there that if you're listening to this show, because, you know, Ryan, Ryan is awesome. I know you're always tuning in every day. But um, you're not alone. As much as social media tries to force you. So social media went from silencing and hiding those individuals that opposed the narrative. And then they said, OK, now we've got the pandemic going on. Let's hide people's faces and let's make them social distance and keep them from grouping up. Right. Because social media can can hide something. But then when you saw somebody in person, you had the opportunity to kind of clear some things up. But then it was like, OK, let's prevent them from meeting up and clearing things up. So now you pretty much only know what you see instead of what you actually experience. And I just want you to know that despite that, have an open mind and know that there are individuals out there that have some common sense and and some type of critical thinking skill set <laughs> that we're able to look past the the guise of of, of virtue signaling and 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 see see if for what it is which is just whatever manipulation they can to push forth communist policies i mean at this point I and mean, we got to be real it's, it's really communism they're trying to push to the american people and you have immigrants coming over from other countries that are escaping and fleeing those countries that have been overrun by, you know, communism and, and socialism because people are like, well, communism is, is socialism full grown guys. But so, so those countries where they had that experience that they was like, heck no, nah, this is horrible. We, we shouldn't be giving up our guns. We shouldn't be giving up our rights. We shouldn't be giving the government more power um, and to control our, our funds and pay attention to that. You know, just like I said, this is not, um, I, I get it. A lot of you all truly want to take care of the next person and you really want to do the right thing. But just like a mama bird, she know even though she wants to take care of the chick all their life, she has to push them out the nest at some point in time because it's better for that bird to learn to fly than to be um, crippled by always being underneath her wings. Right. So it's, it's the same thing with us as, it's okay for us to bump our heads. It's okay for us to disagree. But, you know, like you said, um, competition, friction, resistance, that's how you get stronger. That's how innovation is birthed um, from those instances. And if we just don't allow space for that, then we're not really going to move forward as a country as, as much as we used to in the past. And that's the only thing is I, I just don't want y'all to think y'all all out there know that you are, um, that you have us and you have others like Ryan that are speaking out and trying to create that space and table for us to come together and have that discussion. Yeah. And you're absolutely not alone. And, uh, you know, the thing is, when you start looking at things critically, you realize when someone wants to censor your speech and tell you what you can and can't say, what you can and can't read, those people throughout the history of human civilization have never been the good guys. When people want to force something into your body and they are going to any, they're going to attempt to use any and all means to do so, even threatening the loss of your job and livelihood loss of, uh, you know, your, your ability to obtain an education, and they don't care the consequences that you have to suffer, no time in human history have those people been the good guys. And I think it's really as simple as that, not to mention the fact that when somebody is using your goodwill, your desire to help other people, from whatever perspective you may view the world from that, from that uh, you know, that lens, uh, those people 
are not good people exploiting your goodwill to carry out their personalized agendas or whatever it is that they might believe in some cases to directly cause harm to people. So I think that's a very simple way of summing it up. And I agree with what you said, Topher. I appreciate that. The last song facts are racist, which is really just, um, it's a, the name of the song is a very factual statement. Facts are racist. I mean, saying Jesse Smollett cooked up his whole, uh, you know, lynching ordeal in Chicago, that's apparently racist, or Bubba Wallace, apparently that's racist too. But those are facts that those were two staged events, two staged hate crimes. But I guess that's racist to say it. You're racist to make this song, Topher. I don't, I don't <laughs> know what you're doing, man. Oh, man, you know, I just, I like stirring the pot and getting people ruffled. You know, that's, that's what I do. But yeah, facts is racist. Facts are racist based on Larry Elder and the conversation he had with the Ruben Report, mm-hmm. where he pretty much red pilled um, Ruben, Dave Ruben at the time. Um, one of the most, I would say, enlightening videos on YouTube, especially when you're talking about deconstructing a false narrative and reinforcing individual thought. I think that that conversation should be seen by so many people because like you said, like I said earlier, you know, um, Dave, he was, he's not part of the black community and all he knows is what he's been told and what he saw. And then here's Larry Elder who's black and telling him that that's all lies, you know? So he was like completely like, Whoa, what do you mean? Well, that's like that Lil Wayne interview where they were they were like, well, how how, how do you think uh, the country is going in terms of racial relations? He's like, I've never been the victim of racism. And the white guy's like, what, you've never been the victim of racism? He's, he's like, no, nah, I've, I've been blessed with everything. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the idea and the premise behind the song. But this features Bryson Gray. You know, he was just heard on Insurgents, so hopefully you enjoy this one as well. All right, here it is. Facts are racist. It's uh, it's a little over two minutes, uh, closer to three minutes. We'll come back, and then about a minute and a half, we'll wrap up real quick, Topher, give out the website and everything again, okay? Absolutely. All right, here we go. Facts are racist. <laughs> you got to be 18 to see this on uh, YouTube, hey, I think. me for this one. Hashtag facts are racist. I repeat, mom, you the greatest. Yeah. Race the king and they hate it. Everyone mind about racist when they're not the biggest problem we facing. Take a real look at the nation. Sick of motherhood inflation. Whip with your boys, I saw jumping a lady. She only 15 left for bloody and shaking. They wasn't wearing no rags. Nobody waving no flags. You ain't even got an ass. It's black on black on black on black. Everybody want to play victim. Blame everything on the system. Be a sad day when it hit them. Life could have been different. Information that we spit, take it, keep it, chew it for a bit. Hold your head up, brother, never quit. Self accountability to set. Then it get you all to the top. Then you really ball till you drop. Economic growth, man, I'm here to stir the pot. Say you wanna hear the truth, so I put it in the box. Changing the culture every day of the week. Right now it's more like a vulture. Only prey on the weak, but we are here to expose ya. Going down as I speak. No excuses, can't refuse this honesty that we seek. Y'all be like. Facts are racist. Why y'all say this? You know it's true. Y'all just hate it. Facts are racist. Why y'all say this? You know it's true. Y'all just hate it. 13 
world, girls working on TikTok. He said he just wanna learn how to quit while. If you ain't talking about sex, then kick rocks. All they care about the chains and the wrist, watch the guy to change. This is something only God can change. Don't get mad at me when I complain about how four and five black women are beasts. Half of the murders us killing in the streets. Almost half of abortions too. This is a rap verse, but this is a warning too. It go against God like there's nothing more to do. But y'all don't care, y'all just really want to point that's new. When a gang bang, do drugs, wish drugs all above. Sell drugs till you in the jail cell, not a club. Now another single mother, cause we lost another brother. Sold to an undercover kid, gotta run each other. This what you want for the future? Or are you trying to look cool on computers? Claim you a king, but blame the white man. When something bad happens, you feel like a loser. Yeah. And keep voting the same way. Why? Cause your parents did it too. Truth is, your parents are ignorant too, and politicians know it, so now they got you. We changing the culture. Yes, Every day of the week. Right now, it's more like a vulture. Only pray on the Facts beat. are racist. Topher featuring Bryson Gray. G-R-A-Y is how you spell his last name. Topher, thank you so much for coming on the show this evening, sharing facts and opinions that are obviously racist. And uh, I want to thank you not only as a radio host for coming on the show for my audience, but also just as a human being. Thank you for doing what you do. And whether or not we agree on everything, I'm sure we'll find uh, tons of things we disagree on. But I appreciate you standing up for what you believe in, making the types of music that you make, that I'm I'm jamming to in my car and in studio. I was just bumping to that song. It's a fun song, too. So I, I really like that Facts Are Racist song. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, um, Ryan. Like you said, man, uh, I'm pretty sure that the basis of our relationship could be that we disagree a lot, but we still could be cool afterwards. I feel like we could still go grab a drink or hang out and, and hey, Throw on facts or races, and I can see what kind of dance moves you got, man. <laughs> I don't know if I'm a really good dancer. And actually, I think I think you and I would get along uh, very, very, very well. Uh, I'm sure a lot of uh, listeners, maybe they don't agree with some of the things you've said, but I think uh, when we talk to people we think we might disagree with, usually we find out we have a lot more in common with them than we otherwise would think, you know, being bogged down by political views and things that are, you know, very restrictive in our thoughts. So, again, Topher, Topertown.com. Where can the listeners get the music and reach out to you? You can find me at Topher Town Music on any platform. And all you have to do is look up Topher. Once again, it's T-O-P-H-E-R on any musical platform and pull up all my catalog and, and check out my music. Like I said, purchase it on iTunes. You can go to my band cap on my website at TopherTown.com. If you want to grab any merch, any physical copies of my album, no apologies. And there you go. I, and, and last thing real quick, I used to do this off air, but, you know, since I'm doing the show a little different now, can you, you mind giving us a shout out? This is Topher. Uh, tell us a little bit, you know, your website or something. You're listening to The Secret Teachings, and I'll put it in the lineup to promote you. Yeah, absolutely. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Topher. You can find my music at TopherTown.com. And right now you're listening to The Secret Teachings by Ryan Gable. All right. Thank you, buddy. TopherTown.com. I appreciate it so much. Go check out the website. Get the music. We played. I left my home. The Patriot Olympus has fallen. Insurgent and facts are racist. Tonight on the broadcast, Topher was our guest. I'm Ryan Gable. RDGable at Yahoo.com is the email. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. If you want to hear more shows like this with great guests, if you want to hear more of the shows we've done Monday through Wednesday this week, you want to hear all those, you want to hear them again, the website, subscribe, get access to all those shows to download and stream them, get access to the montage archive, and get access to all of my books in digital form. 
$50 for one year. You get access to all of that and a physical copy of one of the books. It is the main thing that supports us and helps keep us on air Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Again, rdgable at yahoo.com, www.thesecretteachings.info. Social media, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings, Patreon for behind the scenes videos, and of course, Pro One Water Filters are affiliate sponsor. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy, and we will talk to you on the next broadcast. Time's up. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.